It's Thursday, September 24th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Hoynesy, they did it again. Jordan Luplo, batting, what, 190 for the season? He comes up there in the, uh, the bottom of the ninth. Uh, one night after Jose Ramirez walks him into the playoffs with a home run, uh, Jordan Luplo keeps it going with his own walk-off. Uh, what, was, what was the scene like again uh, for the second night in a row? Back-to-back walk-off home run nights at Progressive Field with no, no fans in the stands to celebrate it. Yeah, it was, it was cool, Joe. I mean, he's swinging 3-0, you know, so obviously, obviously I had the green light. Maybe he's going to swing anyway, it's 3-0, even if he doesn't have the green light. And, I mean, he hit it over the home run, onto the home run porch. Uh, then we had the kind of a bat flip or the a bat throw or, I don't know, it wasn't up in the air. It didn't have much hang time, though. It's just kind of vertical bat flip. Yeah, and, it was uh, – that was, was that, that was emphasized. That was, uh, you know, they're, they're playing the White Sox, so you've got Tim Anderson out there at shortstop. He's the guy who sort of is the, the, the godfather of the bat flip in, uh, in Major League Baseball, at least. It, if this were Korea, we'd be seeing this all, all the time because those guys, <laughs> those guys flip bats every time they, when they hit fly balls. But Jordan Luplo with sort of the, the toss, uh, maybe not necessarily a flip, uh, done for emphasis, but I don't think it was done in a way that uh, disrespected anybody. It was just more like he knew it when he hit it. Uh, he yeah. felt like he had, he had gotten all of it. Yeah, and uh, so, you know, that's three, uh, three walk-offs. And, uh, Joe, this is uh, – uh, uh, reading the notes uh, after the post game, after the game, since Terry Francona became manager of the Indians in 2013, the Indians have had 13 walk-off wins against the White Sox. Can you believe that? Wow, that's a lot of broken hearts in, against the White Sox, right there by the, by White Sox closers. Well, and and if I'm the White Sox, that's a that's a whole reason right there to not want to face the Indians. Uh, in the in the opening round of the the wild card in the in the playoffs, uh, right now as as things are are arranged, the Indians would face the the A's in the first round, uh, being the seven seed and the A's being the two seed. Because uh, with this what three games against the Indians and one game before, I, I think they've lost four in a row. The White Sox have, yeah, so, longest losing streak of the season. So the the seeding and the shuffling now, the Indians are in the playoffs. We don't know who or where they're going to play. But uh, things are changing uh, moment by moment uh, every night with each game. So uh, we did ask our subtext subscribers who they would prefer the Indians to see the Indians play, who they think they match up better against. We'll uh, we'll get to some of those answers in a, in a little bit after we we have a, a, a we go through a few more things here. Uh, let's start off the top. Uh, Terry Francona. At, at the beginning of the day, we we learned that Francona will not manage the Indians through the end of the uh, the regular season. Uh, this according to Chris Antonetti, the uh, president of baseball operations. Yeah, um, you know, I don't think it's a big surprise. Uh, you know, I thought maybe uh, Tito would return for this last home, you know, last home stand of the uh, regular season. But when he didn't, you know, come back against uh, the, the White Sox for this four-game series, I think it was a foregone conclusion that he was probably done for the regular season. Uh, they, he got, they, did you know he will be in the bubble with the with the Indians the uh, quarantine bubble, so that uh, you know Antonetti said that keeps some options open, depending how far or you know how long they last in the postseason. Maybe we could see Tito back in the dugout, but at least this gives uh, Tito the chance to interact with some pl- with the players and coaching staff and uh, 
and be around the team, even if he's not going to manage. Yeah, I would imagine if the Indians have to open against, say, the the A's out in Oakland, and, and that's a, a flight to California that they, that they would have to undergo, uh, I would imagine that Tito might not manage uh, in that scenario. But if, if it's closer, something like something like Chicago or, uh, or Tampa, uh, that, that, that might be a little different. Who knows uh, what the scenarios are. And, and uh, you know, who knows if, if they want to maybe even mess with what they've got going on right now, uh, the way things are rolling, you, you, you bring in, uh, you know, Tito, it's a, a different voice than, and, you know, they're in the room. Who knows if that, that would change things. The uh, superstition come into play here. If you, you got a good thing going. Do you want to keep it going the way it is with Sandy Alomar uh, in, in charge right now? Yeah, it, it's it's an interesting call, Joe. That's an interesting uh, observation. They're twenty four and eighteen under under Sandy Alomar. You know, after that uh, eight game losing streak, I think they've won uh, five of the last six. Uh, so they bounced back. Uh, they've got a chance to uh, maybe catch the White Sox and move into that second place. Uh, Second place uh, seeding in, in the AL Central uh, that would give them maybe a better pairing or maybe a chance to uh, have a, a home series in the wild card uh, round. Um, but I think if Tito's healthy, I think, you know, he would be back. Um, and I think uh, it's his team. And, but it is, it is a strange, you don't want to mess with Mojo, you know, in, in baseball. No, right. right. And that's, you know, baseball people are like that. The, the players and the coaches, they're, they're very superstitious in that regard. You, you don't mess with a streak. Uh, I saw that in a movie somewhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so we've, we've covered Tito. We've covered the bat flip. Uh, we've covered, you know, winning five out of the last six. Uh, last night's pitcher, Shane Bieber. Uh, he went, what, five innings. He struck out ten. He, that, that in and of itself, uh, the way he pitched against that uh, Chicago lineup was, was tremendous. Just uh, he got into some deep counts. He, he, he scuffled a little bit, but, you know, walked a couple of guys, which, you, you know, you don't usually see. But, but uh, you know, for the most part, this was Shane Bieber stating his case for uh, his, his claim to the American League Cy Young Award. Uh, and I, I think, uh, you know, he's, he's pretty much going to be a lock for it when voting comes around at the end of this week. Yeah, definitely, Joe. I think, I think you're right. Uh, you know, he, he leads the league, what, with, or leads all of baseball with 122 strikeouts. Right now he leads, he leads in wins with eight. Uh, ERA, uh, I think, is what, 1-6-something? One, 163. 163. Uh, you know, like, I mean, you know, he, he's got all some some of the analytics too. You know, FIP, he's ERA plus. Uh, all you know, he's he's. Uh, I think he you know strikeouts per nine innings. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, uh, he's he's had a great he's had a great year. I mean, and uh, he only went five innings last night. He threw a lot of pitches, ninety eight pitches, and had you know he had to strike out a Brayu there with runners on the corners in the fifth. A lot of you know, so I think I don't think they wanted to tax him any more than that. Right. Uh, and, and they did bring in uh, Tristan McKenzie behind him. McKenzie worked two innings and looked really good out of the bullpen. Uh, if, if McKenzie can do that uh, in, in, a, in a playoff scenario, in a, in that, in a situation, if a, a starter only goes five and they have to bring the kid in, uh, wow, what a, a weapon he could be for them in the postseason. 
in, in that regard. But uh, that all depends on his command. His, uh, McKenzie's command last night was, was excellent. He was, he was throwing strikes from the get-go. So, uh, but just back to Bieber, uh, is he a, a, a pitching triple crown, not just for the American League, we're talking for all of baseball, leading all of baseball in wins, uh, ERA, and strikeouts. No pitcher has done that for the Indians since Bob Feller in 1940. Wow. I mean, that's, that's an accomplishment. And, uh, I think, um, you know, I, I think he's got a real, he's got a great chance at it. He's got a great shot at it. I wonder what, how does he rate in innings pitch? I don't know. Uh, he, he, I think he dropped, he was leading all season long. He was leading, uh, or, or second to Lance Lynn. Uh, I think right now he's dropped, uh, to like second or third overall. I can, I can actually tell you quite quickly, but, uh, yeah, he's, He's always an innings eater, and that's uh, the way he's always been. Kyle Hendricks jumped up uh, last night with uh, his outing. So Hendricks is at 81 and a third. Lynn is at 78 and a, th- and a third. And Bieber is at 77 and a third. Okay. Uh, so so there's no way he, he, you know, but really you don't win the uh, the innings crown in baseball. Yeah, yeah. That's just sort of, a, you know, notable. The, the more innings pitch, that's sort of a, you know, a, a big plus there for him. Yeah, but he's had a great run. Uh, the Indians, uh, well, he's had 12 starts, I think, what the Indians, they're 10 and 2 in those starts, maybe. Uh, just, uh, you know, when he goes out there, they know they've got a chance to win. He's lined up for the, uh, for the first game in this wild card series. Uh, so it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, I think he's, you know, he's primed for that. So, you know, the Indians couldn't ask for a better guy to, st- to open a series, I don't think. Right. Uh, and the, the Indians also will pitch uh, Zach Plesak tonight in the series finale against Chicago. Uh, Plesak looks to be in line to be that number two starter uh, for the game two of the wild card series. Uh, you know, it, that could change, but, it, it, you know, I don't think they're going to mess with uh, days off or anything like that. So uh, Plesak at game two, he starts tonight. And we can get a pretty good indication of what we, what we can expect out of him uh, once the playoffs open. Yeah, he was. Uh, police acts a trip, man. He's he was he was talking on the Zoom calls last night. He said he went into this uh, flotation device last night or yesterday uh, or no, two days ago, and went in in the fifth inning and was floating around on his, I guess, his bed of salt water. And he was in there for about forty five minutes, and he came out. And he said. He was having these vivid dreams and all. and then he went down to the dugout and uh, and uh, and he sees uh, you know Ramirez hit the walk off home run. He didn't. He said he didn't know if it was real or not. So <laughs> <laughs> tripping out a little bit. Yeah, that's uh, that, that that does not surprise me one bit about Zach Plesac. Uh So that could be good. All right. Well, uh, we did ask our subtext subscribers what they thought about a potential Indians matchup for the first round. A question from Hoinsey, who do you want to see the Indians play in the best of three wild card series? Candidates include the A's, Twins, White Sox, or Rays. The Tribe has beaten the, uh, the White Sox three straight, uh, knocking them out of the number two seed. Uh, today, Oakland is the number two seed, which means they play the Indians next week. Uh, they, they trail first place Minnesota by two and a half games. <laughs> excuse me, and the White Sox by two. Uh, so really the, it, it's a question of matchups. Who do the Indians match up best against and who do you want to see them play? 
here are some of the responses that we got from our uh, our subtext subscribers. Uh, and you're going to sense a pattern right away. Uh, this reader says White Sox, and that's it. Uh, this one says White Sox, A's, Twins, and Rays in that order. Uh, would like to see them play the White Sox in a best of three. Uh, feed us more White Sox games. My friend in Chicago feels like the Sox can't win a game for their lives. Twins always seem to be better than us. Uh, so this one says, tough one based on this current series, but I'll go with the Chai Sox. Uh, Phil in Columbus says, I think the answer is to stay hot and keep the positive momentum going into the playoffs. And I worry about the matchups after that. Uh, if I had to choose, I'd say Chicago, which ironically means either hope to win the division and have Chicago finish third or to stop uh, winning now and hope a desperate Cincinnati team uh, steals a couple from Minnesota. So Phil, uh, Phil says, you know, hey, pump the brakes maybe on, uh, on the winning if you want to match up with Chicago. But then he says uh, his, his preference here is to, to see them keep winning and stay hot and just, you know, whoever they put in front of them, that's who you want to play. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. That sounds like a playoff. You know, just try to win out and, uh, to, and look up when, you know, when you get there, look up where, where you are and who you've got to play. Well, um, you, remember, you remember back to the 2016, uh, down the stretch run in 2016, uh, they were in a position where they had clinched and there was, they couldn't fall below uh, the seed that they were in, or that they couldn't fall out of the playoffs. They had clinched already, but there was a, a stretch that that weekend series against Kansas City, where they decided, okay, we're going to go for it and try to move up in the seeding so that they got the home field against uh, Boston in that first round. You, you yeah, and they they made the decision, okay, we're going to go for it, and they they didn't rest their players. They kept everything in line, and they just they went for it. And it worked out for him because they got the, the, the home field advantage against Boston in the first round. Yeah, I think, what, Jan Gomes had a big hit, maybe yep, a, home a home run. It was with when a he, broken hand, right? Didn't yeah. he have a broken hand? Yeah. Mm -hmm. or he, just, he was coming off the broken hand. Right. And, and he really didn't. After that, we, we, we expected Jan Gomes to play, but it was Roberto Perez that, yeah. that played. And Roberto Perez that was hitting home runs against uh, Boston and Chicago. Yeah, he so, had a good, a good postseason. Definitely. So that's an argument right there for the, uh, you know, sort of keep going, keep grinding, and and stay hot when you're hot, uh, sort of philosophy of it. Because that's what the, that's what they did in 2016. They said, there's a chance here if we keep playing hard, we're we can move up a spot, and and, and maybe that's what they do here. Yeah, the A's kind of scare me a little, Joe. <laughs> I know uh, they were the A's went five and one against the Indians last year, four and two the year before that. In the last five years, the Indians have only won one series from Oakland. So, you know, that's, that's something to remember, keep in the back of your mind. Okay. Here's a, a response from a subtexter. Uh, bring them on. The tribe is show, uh, finally showing signs of putting it all together. The pitching has been phenomenal, even in a bullpen game. Ramirez is in a zone that we've, we've seen him in in the past. Uh, signs from Santana that he's breaking out of things. Lindor's looking more comfortable. Uh, my hope is that they remain a road team throughout the playoffs because they are road warriors. They do have a better record on the road. That's for sure. They play a little better on the road than at home. All right. Uh, this user says, uh, Chai Sox, from a familiarity standpoint, and the Tribe has had their number, a small piece of me thinks the A's would also be okay with 
all the new arm rep weapons they have not seen. Uh, I think Sticks, McKenzie, and Quantrill are going to play big roles. Uh, we've got them right where we want them. Some clutch hits now, and arms aren't too overtaxed. So uh, this guy likes the way the pitching is set up. And a couple more here. Uh, well, not the A's, and watch out for the Rays. Uh, might want to try our luck. Might not want to try our luck too much longer with the Sox. Steer clear of the Twins too. So, so okay. What are your options then? Yeah. yeah. Said no to everybody. Yeah, I'm not sure about the Twins. What are they? The Twins went seven and three against the Indians. Yeah, this I, year. So, <clears throat> and that, that that's offense, kind of a long shot. I, I don't know, but it would. I mean, no, it could. I, I guess it could still happen, really. In in the playoffs, they say pitching always beats good hitting, but when you got overwhelming hitting like the uh, like the Twins, I don't know, man. I I would want to stay clear of of them, especially in a short series. That's that's yeah. rare. Let the let the Twins play the Yankees. Let let let, let that <laughs> oh, matchup happen. Oh my happen God! Because, because <laughs> the that's Twins. Yeah, I, I just uh, I don't know. Uh, they, they've lost 15 straight postseason games. Some crazy number like that. The the Twins and the A's uh, see the Yankees in the postseason, and it's it's just a nightmare scenario for both teams. So, all right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what do we think for the? the remainder of this series. And we've got Pittsburgh coming up. Holy cow. Uh, we didn't even talk about how awful Pittsburgh is. Yeah. I mean, this is the Indians are set up. Well, Joe, I mean, uh, regardless of what happens tonight, you've got Pittsburgh coming in for the last three. Um, and re, and I think you're going to, you're right. Uh, the, about the 2016 approach. I think that, that seems like you're going to take that approach. I mean, we'll, we'll find out what kind of, uh, what the pitching plans are for the Pirates today, we should. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, so, I think I think it's I think it's going to be Carrasco and uh, uh, Carrasco Savali, and then um, their TBA right now on, on McKenzie. Maybe a bullpen, maybe a bullpen game. game because uh, they want they might want to keep McKenzie there in that bull, uh, in the in the pen for the for the long haul. Yeah, McKenzie but, was impressive. I mean, they were also concerned about his dropping velocity Saturday in Detroit, but he was popping at 94, 94 miles an hour last night. So, you know, you know, everyone says your, your velo ticks up in the bullpen. You don't have to pace yourself as a starter. You can just go out, you know, go all out for a, an inning or two. And he looked, he looked sharp. Yeah, a couple of peanut butter sandwiches and he'll be fine. <laughs> uh, in Pittsburgh, we also get to see uh, Brian Hayes, the, uh, the exciting young infielder that they've got who's, hitting home runs and, and playing there. So who knows what, what to expect in that series. But I, I think we've been sort of looking at that series all season long saying, boy, if the Indians need to get three in a row just to, to make life easier for themselves, uh, Pittsburgh's the perfect team to have in here and, and, and do that against. So, uh, and Joe, Joe Musgrove's 0-5, and they'll be, they'll be facing him at some point during that series. He's 0-5 on the season. That, yeah, uh, he's yeah. he's healthy. Was he hurt or no? He couldn't have been. He that. was he was hurt earlier, but he's zero and five, basically because yeah. they're just so terrible. So yeah, they're, they're, they've struggled. They 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 really struggled. Uh, so, uh, but I mean, you know, so you know, you got it, but you got to play them all, and uh, you know, it, it would be great to go into the postseason with some momentum, even though you don't know where you're going right now. Right. Well, two more trips to the ballpark for each of us this year, Hoinsey. You've got. Uh, You've got tonight and Saturday, and I've got Friday and Sunday, right? All right. Should be uh, should be interesting, um, unless they just decide to win them all and, and and get a home series, and then 
and then we'd be back Aaron on on Tuesday. That that would yeah, be that interesting. Would be cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, check in again tomorrow. Wrap up the week here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. We'll talk to you then. All right, Joe.